Hey everybody, this is Jay Roach. Perhaps you know me from my days with My Worst Holiday, or when you're perusing our website, checking out some blogs, you read blogs by Jay Roach, or JR as I go by on there. Or maybe you've seen me in my college film, This Is Happiness. Uh, what? This Is Happiness, my college film. No, Jay, no. No. This what? is a penis. It was called This Is a Penis. Oh. The sodomy didn't give it away? I, I guess that explains a lot. <laughs> well, well, this is spoiler country, everybody. Enjoy. shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington is the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kendrick, as they talk comics, movies, and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on scpod.net. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcatcher, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us, leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Join the cult of the Spoilerverse and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenneth Regan. That... That that right there is Mr. Horsley. <laughs> you know you went to like a hey ladies voice yeah. on that. I and today it. on the show, well, we're gonna attempt a tot. We're gonna attempt a tot eleven or twelve, whatever yeah. one this is. And it, yeah, tot stands for a tangent of tangents. Yep, this is our third time trying to do a tot. Yeah, and we always come up with something, and then it ends up being just that subject the whole time. Yeah, so we'll see. So, got a question? Oh god, okay. And it's something we've already talked about today. Uh, okay. So you know what's coming. No, I don't because we talked about a lot of stuff today. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. We've been, what's I'm, the weirdest request as an artist that you've gotten? Oh, God. You're going to make me tell a story? Hell yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> as soon as you started talking about it, I'm like, oh, this guy played you. He did. Okay. So as you know, listening, I'm an artist. I draw, I write, do stuff. Um, years and years and years ago, I would do live streams. So I did it twice in my life. I've done a span of live streaming uh, once after around the time I was uh, working on Ions or started the Ions project. And before that, back before I was married, before I had kids, when I was like 20 to 23 ish there, I would do, I would stream live. And then when I was married and continuing with that, I, I would stream like uh, at night after Kaylee and the kids went to bed. So this happened when I was married and when I was about 25 or 26 at the time. Yeah. You guys were married for about a year, maybe two. Yeah. About, yeah, about two years in or so. And I'm up, I'm live streaming. I used to stream on Ustream. Back in the day, wait, this is before Twitch, before YouTube streaming and all kind of shit yep. on Ustream. And I'd usually have like anywhere from five to 30 people join my stream and watch. And I would just draw <laughs> and then I would chit chat and draw this, this specific event that Kendrick's making me tell you about happened at about two in the morning, <laughs> one lonely night. I'm sitting there, I'm drawing with about, I'm drawing on the, I was drawing on my tablet. So it was all, I was screen sharing. So we're seeing Illustrator and I was drawing in Illustrator, you know, and they're seeing what I was doing. Uh, sometimes I'd set up a webcam and draw, you know, with a pencil and paper and stuff. But this time I was on the computer and I'm drawing 
And this guy comes in the chat and he's like, hey, and he messaged me. He, he could private message, you know, to know the whole group doesn't see. It's like, hey, do you take commissions? I was like, yeah, I take commissions or requests and stuff like that. And it's like, well, can you, can you, um, can you draw me as a werewolf? And I was like, sure. Why the fuck not? Big hairy beast. Yeah. And he's like, how much? And I was like, I don't know, 25 bucks or something like that. I don't know. I, it was slow. I did. I, back to, I didn't charge a lot for simple commissions like that. Right. And I was like, sure. I was like, oh yeah, just, just send me you a picture. Did not have the confidence? I'm sorry to interrupt, but you, did you just not have the confidence? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I still don't, but still. Um, so I was like, yeah, sure. Just, you know, send me a picture and then I'll, on the stream here, I'll pull it up and I'll do it. He's like, no, 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 no. I want you to draw me live. I, I'm, I'll try, turn on my webcam and you can just use me as the model. And <laughs> Right. And, and I was like, uh, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. He's like, all right, cool. So like, whatever, fine. So I, he turns, I, I mess up. Right. Boy, so innocent. Well, I'm, I, look, honestly, I thought I didn't think anything bad about this. I was like, whatever. Right. right. Well, it's not, okay. It's not bad. It's just weird. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. So he turns on his camera and opens up a chat room with just him and me. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's whatever. So he's like, he's, he's like laying there, you know, okay. You know, the Deadpool image where he, you, you, you would know this, Kenny, but everybody else, the Deadpool image where he mimics Burt Reynolds on the rug. Yep. Yep. He's laying on his side. He's got his, he's got his, what I think his top leg bent a little bit. And he's like, he's got his, and he's resting his hand, uh, his resting his head on his hand. Yeah. So the guy's laying like that. Okay. Okay. He's, he's clothed. Okay. Right. I want to make that very abundant. He's clothed at this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's kids. It's called foreshadowing. Right. So he's laying there. He's like, he's like drawing me like this. He's like, has his arm, his arm below his head and stuff. Holy prophet. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I start drawing it and people in the chat are like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm drawing like, I do like the background and I started to like do a sketch of him, all this kind of fun stuff. Right. And I get done with it and he's a werewolf. So I draw him. He's, he's like. You're not wearing clothes, right? <laughs> but I put I put pants on. I'm like, I'm not going to draw a werewolf dong, right? Right. So it's I'm like, like werewolf by night, right? So I, I I do this whole thing, and I get done with it, and then I'm like, not done, but I'm like working on the the moon and the background and stuff like that, right? And I'm like, right. Finishing it up, and he's like, he he putting I, in some details, right? And I, I, there's not a lot of detail in this. To be honest. I'll show it right. to you. I'll show it to you, Carrie, in a minute. Yeah. But you know, he pays me. He before I started, he sent me the money for twenty five dollars. I was like, you know, this is super cheap, like, whatever. And I'm talking in chat, and the guy goes. Hey, can you draw this? And I'm like, draw what? And I'm like, just I'm just drawing. I'm like, he said, like, can you draw this? And I'm like, draw what? Is it? Like, Look at my camera. And this motherfucker is sitting there with his dick out, waving around. <laughs> like, can you draw this? As he's like flopping his dick around. I'm like, was it was it big? It was. Yes. <laughs> I was a little envious. Not not, not gonna lie. All right, a little bit of penis envy here because it was like. If I hadn't seen it attached to his body, I would think he was waving around a dildo. Okay. That's hilarious. So he must have got on, saw you doing this, because that was open forums at the time, right? You'd yeah. have a title, someone'd see that your your title of your room and, and go in there and say, Oh, cool. Yeah. So he must have saw went into your room and said, It'd just be like a guy that w- likes to show off his junk. I, I guess. I mean Yep. I, and he goes, I'm gonna get this I'm gonna have this kid see my junk proud of his he's proud of his dick yeah he right. got a beautiful dick and he wants to show it to everybody so he's like can you draw this and i'm like um 50 bucks dude <laughs> and, <laughs> everybody he, now we know john's number <laughs> and he, he sends me 50 dollars. i was like fuck now i gotta draw a dick <laughs> so I, I quickly make a little group chat in like I don't even know what mess like a- AOL Messenger or right. a fucking MSN Messenger or whatever. Whatever messenger. you and your friends were using yeah. at the time. Actually, it was probably Skype, right? Because they right. used Skype back then. And I was like, okay, so I make a, 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 the other people in the group. There was about five people in the stream at like two thirty, three in the morning at the time right now. <laughs> and 
they, I, I quickly put them into a group. I'm like, dude, this guy's fucking naked on camera. And they're like, what? So I fucking screen capped it and sent it in the chat of him flopping his dick around. Yeah. And they're like, what? All right. I know people thinking, oh, you shared his nudes with somebody, but motherfucker, fuck you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I know like, are you going to do it? I'm like, well, he's giving me 50 bucks, so I guess I'll do it. So I fucking drew his dick. And, but what I did is like, I covered it up so I couldn't like see him masturbating. Cause he started stroking his cock while I was drawing this. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't want to see that. He like, was like, you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> like, look, I don't care. I, you want to be, you want to stroke your cock when someone's drawing you, whatever. I just didn't want to watch it. Right. I was not interested in watching the finale of that, 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 that show. Okay. So did he howl at the end? <laughs> you know, what I, think? I think, I think he did. Um, but, uh, that's, yeah. yeah. So, oh, um, anyway, wow. So I finished it off and can I, if you yeah, want to, you did, <laughs> if you want to come over here real quick to my computer, I will show you the drawings. Oh, okay. Hold on. All right. So on my screen and I, I might share this and I, I probably won't show it here. So here's the, the main drawing. Very simple. As you can see, I, I lied. I did not put pants on him. I just drew him like that. And then there is the, the werewolf dong. <laughs> and it says, awoo. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, and that is the story of the weirdest fan request I ever had to draw for somebody. That is. But I made $75. Too so. funny. I can't even. Did you send it to him? Yeah. The drawing? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh man, that's hilarious! I sent it to him, and I was like, and he he actually tried to get me to do more drawings later on, and I was like, no, because at the time, as <laughs> he I tried to get you to do more. Yeah, <laughs> come on, it's just a tip. It it's only hurt tip. for a second. <laughs> when I was like, I was like, dude, one, okay, so I had been live streaming at that point. I, that was like this. I was doing it like every night or every other yeah, night. I remember so. when you were doing this. Yeah, but then that one I, that happened, and I was like, I'm done for a while. <laughs> Did you ever get back into it after that? I did off and on. I mean, I did it back. I, I was live streaming on Instagram for a while, but I mean, I like, I love live streaming art. It's fun. Yeah. And it's not that like I was, I didn't live stream after that because I don't like seeing a guy's dick. I really could give a shit less about seeing a dude's dick. Right. It was just the oddness of the situation where this guy comes in and thinks it's okay to flash me his dick to draw. It's so odd. I, and it's you can imagine that's your initial reaction must be similar, not exact, but similar to what women probably get when guys just send them random dick pics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I did it for the money, which makes me sound like a whore. I did it for the money, right? but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to do it, you know? And it's not the- <laughs> That makes it even more sound like a, I know. Like a prostitute. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but, you know, he paid me, so. Right. And again, I don't care. If dudes want to draw dicks out alone, that's fine. It just, I did it because I was like, well, I I. I I'll take the money for it. I told Kaylee and Kay, I was like, you shouldn't have done that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't have done that, but shouldn't I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, but I'm like, whatever. But now you got a great story. Out a great of it. story. Out of it. I got, I got a drawing of some guy's werewolf doll on a picture. Um, oh man. I can make that. the. I can make that. The, 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 uh, the, the graphic for this episode, but I probably, I won't. Well, just pixelate the dong out. Right. <laughs> the werewolf dong. Yeah. That's just that's so <laughs> funny, man. I can't even imagine that because nothing like that has ever happened to me in my life. You ever had a guy who just pulled his dick and start jerking it in front of you? No. 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 Well, I guess you haven't lived. I mean, I've seen <laughs> guys doing that when I'm walking down the road and, yeah, and yeah. they're just doing it to everybody that's walking down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen, I've seen uh, some shit in Seattle. I, I used to walk through, uh, I used to walk through Pioneer Square in the morning at like 5.30, 6am every day to yeah, work. Yeah. Dude, I saw some shit. I saw some shit. Dude, one time I I uh, 
dropped a friend off at their lawyer's office down there, right? And they're only going to pick something up. But if you know Seattle at all, there's no parking. And no, there's no fucking parking. You can't even park for five minutes without paying up the butt. So I'm like, I'll just drive around the neighborhood. Odd word choice we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I'll just drive around the block. And then, you know, and they're like, oh, I should be done by then. You know, and if not, I'll just drive around again. And I was on Occidental. And this right. is right before they tore up that whole section of Occidental for the Seahawks Stadium. Right. And there were these two bums. And... Uh, well, two homeless. I don't know. I don't know what the PC term is. Two uh, dis- displaced homeless people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to call them. Um, homeless people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're home challenged. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, they're they're both sitting on the road or on the sidewalk talking to each other, and you know, I'm sitting there at the red light. I got my windows down. It's summer. It's hot. My car at the time didn't have air conditioning. Right. So I'm like, you could kind of hear them talking over the traffic, but then it starts getting louder and louder and louder, you know? Excuse me. And I look over, and one guy just looked at the other guy and just clocked him, dude. Oh, just geez. pow. And I was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> and it was like out of nowhere, you know? And the other guy was just like instantly like, I don't for lack of a better term, begging for him not to continue. Oh man. Yeah. If you like, you felt bad. And then, at, but at the same time, I was like, that was crazy. You know, dude, I was walking through. So I used to, when we first moved over out of Kitsap County over to our current, where we live now, I used to have to take the train, uh, at, I caught the four forty train or whatever it was from Auburn into Seattle. Yeah. And then I'd walk from the train station to the ferry. Yeah. I remember when all this was going on. And catch the ferry over to Bainbridge Island. So I'd have like a two and a half hour commute each direction. Right. Right. And I, so I was walking, I was walking through Pioneer Square at like 6 a.m. every day. And this one time I'm walking in, I'm walking through and I'm getting into Pioneer Square proper. And over on the bench is this lady of the night just bouncing up and down on this dude's lap. Huh. And just going, I mean, they're on the fucking bench, just going at it and loud as hell. I mean, wow. She was putting on a fucking show for everybody. Wow. What if and, you paid extra for the uh, public indecency? I don't know. I mean, she wasn't naked, right? right? You could, t- but, I mean, you could see some stuff, but she wasn't like totally nude, right? But she was just going to town and then I just keep walking. And there's people watching, taking pictures, and I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not, I, and this for me, like, this is when I first started working in the city. So are going through the city to go to work because up until this, I would work on Bainbridge Island. I was in Paulsville. So I just drove to Bainbridge Island. Didn't go to the city very often. Right. This is like, welcome to the city, motherfucker. You know, here's some people fucking. Yeah, and that's weird. I, I would walk. There's, I can't tell you how many times I'd walk by seeing people just jerking off. Oh, dude. I used to live in this apartment complex and there was this uh, couple that would always leave their window open when they were having sex. Oh, of course. And she was super loud. That's on purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they would it would finish, and she would tell the uh, complex, you're welcome for the show, complex. Uh, fuck you, lady. And then she shut, and it was like, once a week, she would do that. Nobody wants that. Yeah, it was so weird. It was like, uh, Dude, okay, I, I couldn't, I don't know who it was. I always try to try to figure out which, who, what people are doing this. Right. So I, I would try and find multiple routes to like walk to, to try and miss this stuff. Yeah. But it seemed like every route that I would take from the train station to the ferry station would go, would inevitably go by something. Like <laughs> one of the routes went by the mission, right? The Unigasso mission. Which, oh, dude, you know, that's, that place is crazy. Yeah. They, they do great work there, but it's crazy to walk by that place. I cannot tell you how many times I had people come up to me, start like rambling at me. I had just one yeah. guy walking through, I can't remember if it was the walking by the mission or walking through. 
pioneer square. I try to black out most of this shit from my mind, but right. he walked I up to me. I remember when all this was going on. Yeah. He used to, you'd be messaging me going, oh, I just saw this. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my well, God. I, if, if you look back on my Instagram, on Y2CL on Instagram, and scroll way down, I used to do Y2CL daily. Right. And a lot of those daily ones were having to do with my interaction with people in the mornings. So right. Like, that how happened. Then I'd go to work and then I'd just draw it up from what happened. But this one, this guy comes up to me. He's a black guy, right? And, he, yeah. and that's only important because that's important for the story, right? Yeah. He looks at me, he, like, he shakes my hand, and like, something stabs me in the fucking hand. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-oh. And he's like, hey, man, you look like a good, nice white boy, and just talking all this stuff. He's like, man, I respect you white boys out here getting that hustle on, going to a job, and not all these, not all these, you know, N-words, very verbose, right? Respect these white guys, and I'm out here protecting all you white boys, and you know, <laughs> what? I, I'm making sure these guys don't come up and, and, and do anything bad to you white boys out here. And I'm like, thank you? I mean, what, <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to say? And he's like, so, man... I don't, I'm not asking for money or anything, but man, if you got anything and I'm like, so you're not asking for money, but you're asking for money because you're out here protecting white boys. Right. So is this a shakedown? Am I supposed to pay your protection money now? Right. What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, nah, it's okay. He's like, man, well, how about you just, how about, how about we just go in the grocery and just buy me some food or something? And I'm like, dude, uh, I bought him a, I bought him a sandwich, you know, yeah. but I, I remember when that guy in Seattle, when we were meeting Andrew Sumner at the polar club. Oh, right. To have drinks and to, do a podcast and talk yeah, with Andrew, which yeah. was a great episode. To get, if anybody is, is interested in, and uh, I think it's a two parter actually. It is a two. Andrew is always a two parter. Yeah, but before we got there, I'm already there yeah. hanging out, and Johnny goes like some <laughs> weird way, and he gets on a side street, which is right in front, of, which is right on the side of the polar bear. Yeah, you know, that tends to happen to me a lot, taking the weird ways and getting lost. Yeah, yeah, right. It's happened and three times in the last two days. The polar bear club is a. It's open to the public now. It's, but it's it used the, to be it's a very. The, it's, it's the Arctic Club, not the Polar Bear. Oh yeah, club. the Arctic Club. Yeah, right, right, right. The Arctic Club. It's not some gay white boy club. Why does that have to be what? Polar bear, white bears. I don't know. Go ahead. No. Anyways, on. the Arctic Club is uh, used to be an ultra exclusive membership. Yeah, and they had you know, and it's all these guys that went to Alaska and got a ton of gold, came back to Seattle, and basically built the Seattle that we know today. Uh, you know the buildings and all the different stuff that goes on. It's a hell of a cool place too. Yeah, it's a it's a really kind of cool place. They have all these placards up of all these just hardworking individuals that built Seattle. That's the well, way to put it. The guys that do their chorin. Yeah, the guys that do the chorin. <laughs> but the, the it's open to the public now, so you can go yeah. in and, and have drinks, and it's it's super nice. It's super chic. And Andrew's like, let's meet there, and I'm like, cool. Johnny comes in, and I'll let you tell the story of what happened because it was like, wait, what? So I'm, I I walk up. I'm in my backpack. I'm in, I'm in my work clothes, right? Because I just got off work. My, my office was like, you know, six blocks from this place, whatever. So I walked up there, and I get there, and there's this guy, and he's like, I can't remember what he said to me to start off with, but he's yeah. asking, basically asking me for money, right? Asking me to give him five it's bucks. It's hard to walk down the streets of Seattle and not be asked for money. Yeah, and then I'm like, and at the time, I legit didn't have cash on me. I usually do not carry cash yeah, on me. I rarely ever. carry cash. Yeah. Mostly because I don't want people to ask me for money and have to give it to them. And two, if I have cash, I spend it. So yep. I, I don't do it. Right. He's asking me for money. And I'm like, dude, I just, I'm like, man, I got five kids. I, I, I usually, when people ask for money, my wife and I, Kaylee, I got five mouths right. to feed. We, we've, we have found that when we say, hey, man, I got five kids at home, I don't have extra money. People, most people, when, they, when they're asking for money, most people will be like, oh, cool, never mind. Right. Not this motherfucker. He's like, he's like, well, I got five kids too, or some shit like that. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I'm waiting for somebody. He's like, and then the motherfucker takes tries, a swing. Yeah, he takes a fucking swing at me. 
and like, and you outweighed him by like 120 pounds. Dude, I like he sticks a swing at me, and like I lean back and I feel that like brush. I like the the wind like brush my fucking nose. Right. And he's like motherfucking white cowboy or some some whatever shit to me. And I'm like, dude, because I want to eat you five bucks. You're gonna try and punch me. Right. Right. And he's and gonna, he's just so people off. understand, Johnny's not a small man. No, I'm six foot one. Yeah, he's six one, two fifty, two sixty, somewhere around there. And you know, you're gonna get punched. You're gonna feel it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm, like I, I'm not. And if you're like a buck ten, that's not a good combination. No, dude, this guy was probably like a buck forty, buck fifty. And I'm like, you're taking a swing at me. And he took the swing and was like, and he's like started saying cussing at me, and then ran off. I'm like, you're lucky you didn't fucking hit me, dude. Right. <laughs> Like, I'm not a violent person. I don't like fighting, but I'm not no. gonna let some motherfucker punch me. Right. Well, you, you get backed in the corner, you're gonna fight your way. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah. And I, I go inside. I t- I'm like, you're gonna believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> oh man. Good times. Good, Good fucking times. times, man. Dude, I we had one time in Seattle. Kid and I were walking with uh, Jacob, and it was Jacob, no Jacob, Cody, and Sadie. Right. We had three kids with us. And we're we're at uh, Pike's place, walking walking by um, Hard Hard Rock Cof- Hard Rock Cafe, right? <laughs> Wait, Hard Rock what? The Hard the Hard Cock Cafe, <laughs> and um, we're walking. This guy comes Is that up. Place even there anymore? I think it went out of business. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I never, think it's gone. Yeah, it was only there. open for a little while. <clears throat> because we're walking by it, right? And yeah. this guy comes up to us, you know, asking for money again, and we're like, dude, we got three kids here. I I, I don't have cash, and this this right. is the time when Kaylee was out of work because she was taking care of the kids, and I was making like. 10 bucks an hour, you know, right. supporting a family and three kids, you know, I didn't have any fucking money. Right. And we're like, no, it's okay. He, he was, he was nice. You know, he goes, he goes, man, you know what? Two's company, three's a crowd. Give me one of your boys. And we're like, did he just ask for one of our fucking kids? What? Yeah. He was like, two's company, three's a crowd. Give me one of your boys. Cause we had two boys. I'm like, like walk faster, walk faster, walk faster. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, Oh dude, it's just, that one was like, Oh, don't let the kids run off by themselves. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That's yeah. a happy note. That is a happy note. I can tell you a great story about New York one time. Okay. Kaylee got together in September, and at that time, your mom, uh, Kaylee's grandma, had already bought tickets for her and for Kaylee and, the, and Cody and Jacob, my, our two my two eldest, to go to, to Connecticut to see uh, her sister, right? So Kaylee and I get together, and all of a sudden I know is, Kaylee didn't even ask your mom. Kaylee, she was just like, oh, does, John want, does Johnny want to go too? I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go. <laughs> So your mom, yeah. bought, your mom bought me a ticket out to Rhode Island to go to Connecticut with them, which was awesome. Yeah. So we get out there and some things happen and your mom, your mom goes home early, a week early. And then so Kaylee and I decided to stay and go to New York. We had some friends in New York to stay with, which that's a whole different story because I'd, I'd only met them on my, on MySpace, never met them in real life. We ended up staying with, staying with them with our kids for two for a week. So we're in New York walking around. Wow. Okay. You're trusty. I know, right? I, I didn't tell Kaylee that until afterwards, and she's like, "What the fuck? You let us stay at somebody's house? You only talked to him on MySpace?" I'm like, "But I talked to her for like a year, and it was it worked out." Yeah, we didn't get murdered. Still trusty. I know, right? I wouldn't do that now. This is like, no, this is like '06. Yeah. So we're in New York, right? We're staying on Staten Island, and we're uh, we take this, the the ferry over into to downtown to Manhattan, and we're taking the subway. And we didn't know anything about the subway, right? We're right at the time. I'm like, I'm 24. Kaylee's 19. We have. A three and a half, or a, yeah, a three or four year old and a nine month old with us, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just having fun, and we're on the we're on the the subway, which the subway was fine, but then we get off this this one stop, and this guy, there's this homeless guy. I assume homeless. I'm just, I'm just making assumptions here. Uh, sitting down, and he's like home challenged, home challenged. There you go, and he's he's over in his little spot with his stuff, and he starts going, "Don't fucking look at me. Just don't 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 fucking look at me. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Don't fucking yeah. talk to me." And so we don't. 
And then as he walked by, he goes, why don't you fucking acknowledge me, bitch? Give me your money. I'm like, you said don't look at you. You said don't talk to you. So we respected that. And now you're yelling at us? So I just grabbed, I grabbed Cody and I grabbed Kaylee. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And went up the stairs and got out. And then got up and realized we're in the totally wrong spot. And we somehow ended up in the village. And we're like, what the fuck are we? We're trying to get home. So we get a cab. We get a taxi cab. We're like, oh, oh cabs are in New York all the time. So we get a cab. We have a nine-month-old. There's no car seat. We have a stroller. And we're like, uh, can we, and as the cab, we're like, can we get in the cab with a, a baby and not have a car seat? He's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. We're like, all right. So we get in the cab. And we have the stroller on the back in the trunk. And then we have, you know, Cody between us buckled in with no booster seat. And then Kaylee on one side and me on the other side. We're holding, Super safe. All right. We're holding Jake because we have no fucking car seat. Right. The guy's fucking... Flying between cars in New York down because yep. we're trying to get from the village. We're trying to get to the ferry to go home back to Staten Island or look to the art where we're staying. Right. And the guy's like weaving through traffic and we're like holding the baby. And we're like, I'm like, Kaylee, we're going to fucking die. We're going to fucking <laughs> die. This is crazy. Because he's like doing like 40 or 50 down the streets through traffic. It was the scariest time. I mean, I mean, we got to the we ferry. They're safe, though, right? We got, we, yeah, we got there. We got out. We paid the guy and we never fucking took another cab in New York again. <laughs> Well, at least on that trip, you know. Right, right. But yeah, that's funny. Yeah, then yeah. So that was that was that. There you go. That's three exciting stories from John L. Horsley. John L. I'm thinking John Elway. <laughs> Not John Elway. It'd be John N. Horsley. I know J N. It'd be J N. Horsley actually. If you want to do my full name, J N. Horsley the third. Yeah, get it right. Jeez. All right, Kenwick Roberts. Yeah, what what's with the plural, mom? I don't know what. <laughs> Why did my middle name have an S? Someone was watching Letter Kenny before they named right? me. <laughs> somebody somebody liked uh, like Squirrel of Dan a lot. It's just so weird. Every time I think about it, I'm like, why does it have an, an S? And I, I don't know. Because we had a Grandpa Roberts. Yeah, and she's but she tells me up. She tells me before she was well. You weren't really named after him. Okay, so why is there an S? She said, it just went better. Kendrick, Kendrick Roberts Regan? No, it doesn't. Kendrick Robert Regan goes. That sounds I, good. I went through like a good 20 years where I wouldn't tell people that it was Roberts. Really? Yeah, because it bothers me. It yeah. bothered me. Now I don't care. It's like, whatever. Right. No one uses my middle name. I just, give, just a name. Yeah, I don't give an F. But <laughs> it just, it was just, it's just weird. I love the fact that after all the stuff we've said, you say give an F, not give a fuck. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> You know, I didn't know my name was J.N. until I was in fourth grade. What do you mean you didn't know? Because everybody just called you John? Everybody called me Johnny. And so I, at, and at school, I went Johnny! By, at school, I went by Johnny. So on all my stuff at school, it said Johnny. So I'd write, I learned to write Johnny and all this stuff. And my mom says she told me. I, I mean, she probably did tell me. You know, I didn't listen. But right. it didn't click in my head that my name was just letters until fourth grade. And I was like, oh, no. Register me as that. I, wa- I don't want to go by Johnny anymore. Right, right. So from I'm fourth, Jay. Right. So from, from fourth grade on, I became J.N. That's hilarious. Yeah. I used yeah. to hate my name. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, no one else had my name. You know what I mean? Then they would say Kendrick. They'd put right. a D in it all the time. Right, right. You know, which drives me nuts. And then they'd say Kendrick Reagan, which is wrong. Wrong. All, all around. You know. And then no this kid on the bus it. said Ken Dick, and I lost it. I just <sighs> started bawling, you know, <laughs> which is funny now. I mean, I think about it, you know. I mean, Ken No Dick. Uh, yeah, no one said that. Well, I would have. Yeah. If I was a kid in your school. Maybe. But um, I have a feeling we probably would have been friends, so probably maybe not. No, if, if we would have been friends, I definitely would have said that. Right? <laughs> if you were friends, I would have said it all the time. <laughs> I would have hated you. But yeah, you know. It's, so oh, it's, good old Ken No Dick's crying yeah. again. Yeah. But then when I got to high school. Yeah. And you, you know, 
and at home, at one time at home, you know, my brother is Michael, then my brother-in-law was Michael, and then the kid across the street was Michael, and then, yeah. we, you know, and it was just like, that's why we call my brother Michael. We don't call him, we called him Mike for a while there. Yeah. Until we had like four mics at the house one time, then you know, like, Fuck. And, then, and then everybody just called him, call him Mike. Now that's all he goes by is Michael. He doesn't like being called Mike. I only know him as Michael. Yeah, that's that's his name. Yeah. You know, but when I got into high school and I realized that everybody had generic names, really. Yeah. You know, and then I, no one had my name. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go by JN in high school because it was it was unique. Nobody had that name. Yeah, yeah, and and then it's just you know, and now I'm getting older and, and like Kendrick Lamar, and it's like no man, people that's Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, but it's so funny because that's still a very Anglo-Saxon name. Yeah, Kendrick, you know. Yeah, and then I've met people and they're like, oh, I what? Oh, I I just I don't know. I just thought you're, I thought you were black. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Way to uh, way to stereotype, man. Yeah, yeah just based off my name, right? And they're like, "Well, yeah," and I'm like, "Okay, you're an idiot." But well, I mean, right on. <laughs> you can't. I mean, people I mean, thought I was cooler than I really was. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, you're cool, man. You're cool. <laughs> What's funny is people have always put a K in your name too at the end. Well, that I that doesn't really bother me because yeah. I understand it. It's Rick, right, right? Right. I mean, you don't meet very many people that go by R I C for Rick, right? Right. You know. It's all it's all good. At least now, you know. Now I like my name, which is kind of funny. But yeah, I like my name, even though I go by John because yeah. my wife. But I'm fine with John. John makes sense to me because I've, I've gone by I John. I call you Johnny all the time. Yeah, it's which is hard fine. not to say Johnny for me. Yeah, your you're family, you know. Yeah, but only really only family and close friends call me Johnny. Right. Everybody else calls me John or like J or JN. J or JN's people who've known me for a long ass time but aren't quite family. Right. But. They Most, knew you in high school? Yeah, high school or college. Right. Like JN will be high school. Jay will be college. John is anybody after college or after married life. And I've been John for the last 13, 14 years. Right. You know, so it's. What did your dad go by? Who by John? Yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of goes. Yeah. My dad went by John. Uh, he went by Jay in his early 20s. He went by John in high school. He went by John in his adult life. My grandfather, the JN senior, he went by JJ. Oh. So. So I got another question. All right. So let's switch it up. Is a tot, so do it. Yeah. So we actually, we were talking earlier today and yesterday mm-hmm. about Stan Lee. Oh, God. And You're going to set me up here, aren't you? No, no, no. I, I, I agree with 99% of the stuff that you say about this. You know what I mean? Right. I do. But we had a discussion about Stan Lee and people getting things signed by Stan Lee mm-hmm. when it's stuff that he didn't work on specifically. Right. Right. And how weird that is. And I contend, well, it's Stan Lee. So almost, even if it's not Marvel in a lot of ways, he's so synonymous with comic books for the general public that it's like, it's exciting just to get it. You know, I've actually, I've actually thought of a new argument for this too. No, that's good. So, but you know, and then when you get to Marvel, it's like, okay, now you're on Marvel and it's like, it's hard to even distinguish when he, you know, for people who know that pay attention when he was there, when he wasn't there. I mean, I, I, I bet you most people just assume that he always worked for Marvel. Most people do, yeah. Yeah. Not realizing he left Marvel Comics in the early 70s to do Marvel TV over in LA. But it's still Marvel. Yeah. But he wasn't working on the comics anymore. You know, right. right. I mean, he wrote, he stopped at Fantastic Four. It was his longest one. That was an issue like 120-something right. after 100s, right? Right. But so are you, you want me to explain my opinion now? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, I, this isn't really going to be an argument. I want people to understand that most of the stuff that you're, gonna, you're probably going to say, I probably agree with. Yeah. You yeah. know, I get it. I just think on the general public consumption, it's different. And it is. of all the people in comic in comicdom, and that's including the Jack Kirby's and the Bill Fingers and the and all the people that you could probably think of that are up on this pedestal along with Stan Lee, he still, for lack of a better term, outshines those guys because of his marketing, because of the way they pushed him, and the fact that, you know, his the longevity of his time in the in in the press you know what i mean in the in the spotlight is so profound you'll probably never see another person of in comic books be that person be that guy well no because he was he was in the pioneer station right he was part of a company that rebuilt things yeah it's just different and so that that's that's why i mean because you brought up well what about jack kirby and you and you have him you know on something things yeah i think getting jack kirby's signature on anything would be amazing I just don't think it's quite. I don't. know. It's such a weird. So here, let me, it's let me, a weird dichotomy. All right. So here's what I think. I Stanley was. You can't deny Stanley's impact on comics, right? He did a, a bunch of of yeah great things. He's right? a part of a bunch of great things. Yeah, right. But you also in, in acknowledging what Stanley did, you cannot you cannot also acknowledge what other people did with him, right? You can't downplay what Jack Kirby did. You can't downplay what Steve Ditko did, what John Romita did, which yep. all the great people that he worked with in yep. the early '60s and '70s of what they created with him or what they created and Stanley got credit for. Uh, so it, it's a lot of, a lot of who did, who actually did what, because really it was, you know, Stan wrote, Stan was the writer. They were the artists, but really the artists did a lot of the writing too. A lot of it. And it, it's, it, it, for me as a creator, it's credit, credit should be where credit is due. And, you know, Stanley is, was the face of Marvel for a long time. And a lot of people in, at least in the last 10 years, would get anything and everything they possibly could signed by Stan Lee, no matter what it was. They'd get brand new books. They'd get yeah. books that are just have the Marvel name on them. They'd get things, you know, getting Deadpool books signed, getting, you know, Squirrel Girl signed, getting whatever, just because it's Marvel, yeah. signed by Stan Lee, or any first appearance of any character signed by Stan Lee, because it's Stan Lee. But I, I hold a, I hold it true that I really don't think you should have things signed by somebody they didn't work on in some way. Like I can understand, say Stanley created the X Men, right? Having him sign a modern X Men comic, sure, he created the X Men. He had, he's a part of X Men history, but he had nothing to do with Venom or Carnage. So why would you have him sign a Spider Man or a Venom comic? Spider Man three hundred, whatever. It's still Spider Man, but uh, Venom number one, right? Why? Or even worse, you know, Deadpool. He had literally nothing to do with the character of Deadpool. So why have something signed by Deadpool? Right. You know, or signed Deadpool by him, or you know, getting something from DC signed by him just to be as a joke. Right? That's that's funny and all, but. What's the point? Now to go further with this, I don't. If, if you have, if you're listening and you have like, uh, you know, some new comic book signed by Stanley that has nothing to do with it, he didn't work on or he didn't create the characters for, sure, whatever. More power to you if you like that. I really don't care. I just personally don't think there's a reason to have books signed by somebody, not just Stanley, but by anybody who didn't actually work or have anything to do with that character or that book. You know, it's just, it's like let's get you know Bob Kane to sign you know, everything that Jerry Robinson did or everything that fucking uh, Bill Finger did, you know, it's, yeah, he was the figurehead, but it just, it seems kind of pointless to me. But when I was, we talked earlier, you had said earlier, you know, when we're talking in the car that, well, Stanley is a big part of Marvel. He was Marvel. So yeah, having him sign anything Marvel makes sense to you. And I, a lot of people sure. feel that way, but, and you're like, well, it's who else is like that? Like, well, you know, uh, Steve Jobs and Apple, you know, Steve Jobs was the face, but whatever, but yep. going to the entertainment world, Walt Disney. Yeah. Okay. 
Walt Disney created a lot of stuff, Mickey Mouse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney did not create the ducks. Okay. What, Donald Duck? Uncle Scrooge, that whole lore. I think he might have created Donald Duck, maybe. Right. But he didn't create Uncle Scrooge. He didn't create any of... I, I don't know about Donald Duck. I only say I don't know because Donald Duck was the first one. Right. So I'm not sure. But Carl Barks created the Duckburg, you know, Gyro Gear, Gear Loose, the, uh, the Huey, Dewey, and Louie, all yeah. of those characters. Daisy Duck, everybody. He created the entire lore of the ducks. So if you if Walt Disney was still alive, or when he was alive... And you go and take Donald Duck or we'll use Uncle Scrooge, right? Because Uncle Scrooge, is, I, I know Carbart created, right? Right. You take Uncle Scrooge number one, only a pro old man, and have it signed by Walt Disney. What's the point? Besides it being a Disney book, and Walt Disney was the face I of Disney. I don't know, man. He had nothing to, me, to fucking do with that book. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it feels like you're kind of making the argument already because the fact that it's Walt Disney and it's a Disney product, but and you so, want to have that sign and you have the the chance to have Walt Disney sign a book and you have that. I, I, I just, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You know, and, and I think if you're a private collector and you are in love and have a passion for that median or that medium. Yeah, I get it. But I think for somebody who's just a Disney fan that just loves Disney and cause there's a lot of people out there and you know, I, I I don't begrudge them to say I want. I'm getting Walt Disney signature. He's at a con. Yeah, you, you know, and I don't begrudge. I mean, I, again, if you want that, that's fine. Me yeah. personally, I'm like, I don't see a point in having somebody sign something they didn't do any work on. Yeah, but again, I I, I say this not trying to. Yeah, you're negate. not trying to tell anybody they're stupid for doing it. You're right. Saying for you personally, I just you just don't get it. Right. I I just personally don't get it. And and I also look at it for me being a creator, right? Yeah. If somebody brought me some shit that I didn't work on, I'd be like, why am I signing this? You know, I mean, I, I would ultimately, I would probably sign it if they asked me to. Right. I, I just think there's different levels to the person. There is who it is. And I think oh, there is Stan Lee and, and, and Walt Disney in a lot of ways, Stan Lee is a lot like Walt Disney. Yeah. That, that, that's, uh, that's why I came with that analogy. Cause it, yeah. it's very similar. Yeah. And I just think that those particular guys are in a different stratosphere, yeah. whether it's, whether it's correct or right or honest or yeah. not, it's irrelevant. That's who they are. And people, they're always going to be synony- synonymous with those, with those companies. Yeah. You know, no. it's weird that they both, now they're all, you know, yeah. Barbara's owned by Disney. <laughs> right. Like, would you have Walt Disney sign an X-Men comic book? Cause Disney owns them now. You know? you know what? If Walt Disney was alive, <laughs> I would have him sign anything that I could. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Seriously. I'd be well, like, I make yeah. this little, I make this little argument, but I have a, I have a chlamydia packet signed by the band lit. So, I mean, now, yeah, but that's funny. It is funny. <laughs> now, but if, if somebody had a Stanley comic book or something signed by Walt Disney they wanted to give up and give to me or sell to me for super cheap, I would happily take it no matter what it was. Yeah, I bet you would. I'm just saying, I don't, I have, I don't know. I, I feel, I, I understand what you're saying, but I feel back and forth on it. Like, I don't know what to do here. Right, right. But it, I, I don't I know. I think it's interesting, you know, the whole, the whole autograph culture yeah. is weird. You know, I mean, I, I got my, my, Iron Man number one signed by by Stanley. Yeah, that one made sense. I think in the way you in your thought process, it does because he he yeah yeah. Well, he was the editor in chief of Marvel at that time, right? Yeah. So was the editor in chief or whatever you know whatever they call it. And um, but as I'm getting older and I go to cons and I watch these people sit in line for hours at a time, pay yeah. a couple hundred bucks, maybe with some people more. You know, some people less, some yeah. people more, and you know, and then get the two seconds to get this autograph. 
not get a picture unless you pay another hundred dollars. It's so be told you can't shake their hand. Yeah. You know, you can't have uh, an actual conversation with them for more than a second. Right. And all you're saying, Hey, Hey, thanks for what you did or something like that. Yeah. You know, to me, it's like, that's a waste of money, you know, it's, and I'm not down with the whole, I don't know that it's even a, uh, like, it's not even an experience. You know, it's crazy. If it's like an experience, and, and maybe for some people it, it, it's enough, and they'll be like, "Hey, I, I love this," you know. And now I've 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 met Stephen Amell, and I love this guy, and I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. And it's just like I have a hard time believing that when you die, that's going to be one of the moments that flashes in front of your eyes. Right. I have a hard time with anybody who, not sorry, let me from your phrase. I don't want this to come out. I don't want this yeah. to be taken wrong. I have a hard time personally paying and waiting in line to meet somebody because yeah. to me people are people right yeah and whether you're super famous or you're not you're still a person you still have stories and, well you know and i have i mean i i'm a huge fan of tom welling and smallville i'm a huge fan of michael rosenbaum and steve amell and all these actors and i love them but i could never see myself paying to get a picture with them or paying to get an autograph right i've met stanley yeah. Uh, and I did that at Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah, and Kaylee I, bought you the package. I only did it. I only got to do it because Kaylee said Kaylee bought it for me. Yeah, like yeah. you said. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. However, it was a great experience for me because I got to meet Stan Lee, which was super cool. I yeah. actually got, I, and, and I actually was lucky enough to where they said this was an instance where they shuffle you in, picture out, shuffle you in, picture out. But right. I was lucky enough that the camera was having problems, so I got to talk to him for a minute. Yeah, I got a, I got a good prop a, a good probably a full minute with him or yeah. so or more. Yeah, that's cool. I got to talk to him back and forth, and he asked me how I was doing, and I thanked I thanked him for the characters that I liked, you know, and it was yeah. it was it was super nice. I, I got to shake his hand, which most people at that time were just going in and out. So I got lucky on that one. That did was you really cool. Thank you for creating Captain America. I did. I thanked him for creating. I said thank you for Captain America. He's my favorite. <laughs> Oddly enough, though, I was wearing a Captain America shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, there was a. It was an odd thing. Is it in the back of a book? In the ba- in the credit section of Captain America the End or Captain America the Final Fight or something with the yeah. It's a, but it's a comic book, right? Comic book, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Eric Larson's newest, newest Cap- Captain America comic book. Who was on our show? Yeah, you should go back to the back catalog Great and guy. listen to uh, Great guy. part one and two with Eric Larson. He t- he, t- he talks about this book on that show. He does. He does. He was in the middle of, of finishing it up. Yep, yep. But in the back of the credits, it says Captain America created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Right. Which Captain America was created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just like what? <laughs> yeah. But it was it was nice. And like it was, it was nice. You know, but I I can't imagine there's. I mean, and but again, if that is your dig, if you like that, if you want to be like my cousin and her daughter and pay two hundred and fifty dollars to go see Tom Holland for thirty seconds, you know what? And get a picture. I'm, sure, do it. I'm thinking about this though. Like, if you get one. Okay, I get it. But if you get like 20, 30, 40, yeah. 50 autographs, because that's what you love to do, yeah. more power to you, man. Dude, there are people who do it. That's their thing. And that and that's cool. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, it's just not for me. But it's cool. It's you know, it's it's a big draw for cons and people do it. And I'm, I'm it's created a whole industry for people. It has. And like stars, I want to say stars like that are on, you know, like one or two episodes of a sci-fi. Yeah. And then they're going through and they're making a living. Off of that work, and they can't get other things, but they're doing that. Yeah, and that's kind. Of, and there's a part of me that's kind of happy that's there because it keeps that culture. Oh, agreed. And it keeps some of that nostalgia alive. Again, I'm happy that people get to go meet their heroes. They, yeah, they, they have or meet people they love on these shows. Is and it work, a hero? Right? Well, they call it that way. Whatever. You yeah, know? yeah. But I mean, seriously, it's not what we consider. Not what I consider a hero, but I, it can be an inspirational hero, right? Because right. case in point, the woman who 
was in ba- the new Battlestar Galactica who played the girl in the red dress. So I have no idea what her name is. So I didn't watch the show. Right. I had to. So that's a good show, man. You didn't watch it? No. Okay. I, I couldn't get past the shaky cameras. But my friend over back you know east talking about shaky cameras. They shot the show like it was a it was a, a documentary for a while. Oh, where, they must have done uh, hand cameras. Yeah, yeah. And I just it was too bad. It, like it, it, not bad, but it, I just it, when, when I first watched it, I couldn't I couldn't do it. It wasn't yeah. for me. My dad loved it. My sister loved watched all of it. But it was whoever played was it Starbug her name? No, the red dress. That's not Starbug. Okay, whoever's in the red dress, I can't remember her name. But yeah. I, uh, my friend who is in the East Coast, she has gone through. She's fought cancer. She has some other stuff going on, right? But she's and she's a writer, but she's always looked up to this actress throughout her whole career. Yeah, it was Trisha huge, Helfer. Okay, yeah, is that her? No. Yeah, the girl. She she's in the red dress. Katie Sackoff plays Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers, not Buck <laughs> Rogers, Starbuck. But Trisha Helfer is the. Um, is that who it was? Is the girl? She yeah. She ends up being a Cylon. Uh, she's once this frack all the time. No, it's not her. Oh, then you're thinking. Okay, well then you're thinking of Starbuck. Yeah, the one who's not, Frank. but she doesn't wear a red dress. She doesn't want. She doesn't something because she she had a bunch of pictures of her in, her in a red dress. Oh, maybe it was for like a Grammy or, or like the Emmys or something. Uh, maybe I don't know. Anyways, it's irrelevant. Anyways, yeah. So she goes. Uh, what's her name? Do you know what her name is? Well, Katie Sackoff played Starbuck. Okay, there you go. So, uh, anyways. So I go and you know she was she was at uh, the fucking Rose City Comic Con when I was there right I had a table there and my friend who was who's looked up to her this character the you know this whole thing asked me and like begged me hey if I pay for it can you go get a signed photo for me or whatever and give her this letter that I wrote or whatever so yeah I did and I had a great interaction with her you know I went up there I bought the I bought the ticket to go meet her and I went up and I talked to her I said hey. My friend has my friend's you know been going fighting cancer and she has his letter for you. She's if if it's okay, I can give you his letter. So if, yeah, that's right there. Yeah, that's Trisha Helfer. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So I, I was like, I totally hey, my friend has you know she gone through all the stuff. She wrote this letter for you. I understand if you don't want to take the letter, but she wrote this for you and she wants me to give this to you and she would like a picture. Uh, this one here signed and she's all all her request was if you could just write frat cancer on it. And so right. she took the letter. She read the letter real quick. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. And she wrote she wrote her back this big long letter on the picture. Oh wow. And signed it and then wrote frat cancer and then. You know, I got to send it back to my friend. It was a, for my friend who wasn't even there. It was a big thing for her because she couldn't actually get out to a con to see her. That's different, though. That's you like a, a real interaction yeah. with somebody that, you know, I, I think more people need like Stephen Amell doing that and, and giving the amu- the necklace to the girl during one of the cons. Right. And saying, I'm, I want you to give this back to me next year. You know, because she was going through cancer and he created that whole fuck cancer campaign. Right. And he did, you know, that's like. To me, that's a completely different level, and then realize them realizing, oh, I, you know, I have this opportunity to make somebody's day even that much better. That's going through the shit that I could never even understand. Right. You right. know, that's that's awesome. Good for her. Good for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was, it was that that was that was interesting for me. That was my one experience outside of Stanley of meeting some yeah. underground. And that to me is is super cool. So different. Right. I, and that was cool. I, I love the fact. One thing I love about the cons is the fact that stuff like that can happen now. Yeah. Like twenty years ago, that would never happen. Well, actually, probably I forget twenty years ago was fucking two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> so thirty, I guess twenty five years ago now. Yeah, the cons are weird, man. They just kind of they're they, when we, the first Emerald City that we went to together for the podcast was twenty eighteen. Yep. The first one that we went to where we just ran into each other, what? didn't know that we either one of us was going was twenty seventeen. Yeah, you you know, and then we started the podcast later that 
that same year. Yeah, that same year. Well, no, maybe we did know because I remember we we met. We we were texting back and forth. Yeah, no, I think it was 2016 actually because 2016 we never met up. 2017 we did meet up. Right. Anyways, I I used to love going, and and yeah. now I'm just I don't know, man. I'm having a real hard time. Yeah, paying money to get into an area where I have to spend money. I agree. And I'm just having a hard time with it. It's like, why Why am I being, why do I have to pay for this? Because experience isn't there for all the stuff. I should, if I want to go to the panels, which that's the only experience that you're getting, because right. everything else you have to pay for. Right. Only the panels are free. Right. And, and some of the panels you have to sign up for to get into on time too. Yeah. So where is the experience that's worth for me to pay what? How much was Emerald City this year? Ninety dollars uh, for a four day pass, like two hundred some dollars. Where's the experience in that? Yeah, it's like, it's like forty five dollars a day. Yeah, like, there's nothing there that's making me want to pay that kind of price to go there. I'm getting annoyed. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's no place to sit. Nope, they yell at you. They yell at you. You know because they're, they're gonna keep moving, keep moving, keep moving uh, to where? Right. You know, yeah, keep moving to where, Come yeah, on. and then well, okay, so now I can go down into the floor, which is basically just a big geek mall, yeah, which is great. You know, all these different comic book stores are there, but then now it's just become pops and pops and t shirts, t shirts and yeah. posters. And it's just like, okay, I don't, I'm okay. First of all, you're spending way more money there for the same stuff that Dude, you used to get be, online. It used to be when I used to go to cons with my dad in the 90s, you'd go to conventions and that's where you'd find deals on books you couldn't yep. find anywhere else. Yep. And then when I started going back to cons in like the 2000s, when I started the comic book store with my mom, my dad, and my sister, it was still kind of like that. You know, we'd go to like Seattle cons and you'd find some things were overpriced for con price, but most of the time you'd find deals. It was, right. it was going to make deals. People were trying to sell stuff out to make right. deals. Then eBay happened and eBay, eBay comic picked up, right? And yeah. we made a lot of money. I made a lot of money on eBay with comic books back in the day. Right. I mean, we were the top seller in collectibles, which was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we were invited to the eBay collectibles, like, lunch and dinner thing in, at San Diego Comic-Con one year, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But it, what that really meant was, oh, this this will sell for, this one this one time sold for $100 on eBay, but usually it sells for $60. we are going to price it at $125 at the con. Yeah. You know? And it's like things became overpriced uh, dude, at Dude, we went through that just a couple years ago. When, remember when we went from one guy to get a Mike Grell? Yeah. Uh, what was it? I can't remember what it was. I don't remember the exact. It was actually comics two four. Actually, actually comics four twenty. The first micro on Green Arrow. Yeah, the one guy w- wanted like twenty five dollars for it or something. Yeah, and then we found it for six. Yeah, because it's it's a six. It's a five to ten dollar book, and this guy wanted twenty five to forty dollars. Some outrageous price for it, just because just because Mike Grell was there. Yep. Like when I when I used to go to cons and I had tables and so on books, I would pull out a, a box of stuff for of people who were there. But I didn't mark him up. I just let him. I usually I put like ten percent off. Want to sell them out? Yeah, sell out of them. Yeah. So now you go to cons and everything's overpriced. Everything's you know, some okay. Some I'm, things are deals on, but I, I'm so as with you. I'm so sick of paying for a con to go shopping. Yeah. So I'm still going. I'm still going to Emerald City. But the only thing I want to do is is go through Artist Alley. Yeah, I want to go to Artist Alley. I want to go to panels. I kind of feel like they should have different levels of getting into things. Yeah, like if I want to go to Artist Alley, let me buy a cheaper ticket. Yeah. I just you know? want to go to Artist Alley and then yeah, and then go to to uh, panels, the panels, yeah. Which that's it, because the rest of it is just superfluous. Yeah, and like if you like buying the stuff, which at cons, more power to you. It's just yeah. again, it's not for us. I I've I've bought so much shit in my life at cons. I I there's rarely stuff there that I want to buy. Yeah, and the, like 
I'm not into cosplay. I think cosplay is cool. I think it's awesome. I love seeing Dude. the people dressed up and putting all that effort into those costumes. I, I love the costumes. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? One, I don't have the talent to do that. Two, right. what fat superhero would I be? Uh, you could be a billboard from Superman, the uh, the overweight guy who puts on a Superman shirt who works at the docks, just like me. We're there together. Oh, okay, I could, we could be fat ninjas. There we go. We could be fat ninjas. Got it. We could, we could cosplay as Chris Farley in the ninja movie. Yeah, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to the hills of Beverly. Right. But, but I mean. Really? Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just odd, you know? And I just, I'm just kidding. I, I kind of want to, I wish, I, I wish we had a huge audience. Right. Because I would issue a challenge to Read Pop and to San Diego Comic Con and make this ticket worth my experience because it's not there. Yeah. For, it is not there. And you know what? I think, yeah, it's it's not from how we, it, all right, let me rephrase let me this the way I think, the way I think you're trying to say this. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. This yeah. is how I, this is how I, I phrase what you're saying. The value for what we're paying for the ticket is not there for me to walk the show for and buy shit. I don't know if the value is there for me to go to panels and go to Artist Alley because I haven't actually done that yet at a convention. I haven't spent my time at a convention going to panels yet. I've gone to a couple panels, right? but I've never gone to panels like I actually want to at a con, which I'm going to attempt to do this year at Emerald City Comic Con, right? but I don't know if that value is there for me. And for me... It's different, you know. I get a I I get a pro pass to Emerald City Comic Con because I, you know, I yeah. Apparently, I don't interview the right people. Right, we, you don't. I mean, you got to interview some smart people, some better people, I guess. <laughs> Jeez, man, it's like so. I interview a bunch. We interview a bunch of industry leaders in the comic book world, and yet I can't get a pro badge from freaking Emerald City. And that sounds ridiculous. That sounds like I'm being, um, what's the word? Elitist. Yeah, elitist. Douchist. What? Uh, douchist? <laughs> yeah, douchist. Yeah, it does sound like I'm being a douche. But there's a part of me that's like, I work really hard to do what we're doing. Yeah, and we're going there to do interviews and, yeah. do con- and, and to promote the convention. Just really just, we're, we're not going there like, buy, I'm not really not going there to buy stuff for myself. Yeah, so it's time. it's just, and I guess a part of me is like, I just wish they would say why at some well, point. I wish they say why. Yeah, but, you know, at the same time, I'm just complaining to complain. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm not going to buy tickets, so why should they give me one anyway? So right. I, I don't, I, I can't really... I can't really complain about anything if they're saying no. That's their, that's their prerogative, and and fuck. Yeah, they have every yeah. right. I mean, I'm still going to go and do stuff. We'll see. Yeah, but I mean, I, I honestly I go back and forth on on going to cons. I love cons, but I'm I'm as you said, I'm done trying to buy stuff. Yeah, because it's all overpriced, and I it's gone to a point. It's gone to a point where the the big cons to me aren't as fun as little cons. Yeah. The, well. Okay, the only thing that I love about the cons, this is what I love about the cons, is the people that we've met. Oh, yeah. Like, I if love we wouldn't have gone to San Diego Comic Con, I never would have met Ste- Stephen Frank. Or Andrew Sumner or Kyle Wadiga. Yeah. Yeah. We've made so many friends. Or Jeff Schutze. Or, well, I knew Jeff from before, but yeah. I didn't. You didn't. So, I, did. I mean, I'm just saying, but now Jeff and I talk online yeah. every once in a while. You know what I mean? We're friends. We're actual friends. Right. You know we've what I mean? made legit friends from Yeah. San Diego. If I go to LA, I'm going to make time to go see Jeff. Exactly. You know, that kind of thing. And, that kind of friendship wouldn't have happened without cons. Right, exactly. It's like when we, I was last year at San Diego Comic Con, I talked, Kayla and I talked to Kyle Wadika, who uh, he's, you know, he has a, he's actually going to come on the show here pretty soon. Cool. And talk to us about his, his new toy line he's working on. But he, we were telling him, like, man, we're kind of stressed out with the con. He goes, and he tells us, he's like, man, you don't come to the con to buy stuff. You come to the con for the people, for the friends, and for the experience of what yeah. you're going to go do with these yep. people. If you're coming just to buy stuff, yeah, you're going to get burnt out. You come to Comic Con to get 
the to meet the friends, hang out with friends you only see once a year or twice a year. And I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Yep. Yep. That, and, and that's what makes me want to go yeah. when I start thinking about it. It's not for the actual con itself. It's to see the people that I've met and, and grown to, to care about. Yeah. You know, and see what they're up to. And, and yeah, because it's 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 odd. It's it's a place that even though it's been overrun by pop culture. Yeah. You know, even though, I mean, comic books are the very essence of pop culture. So it's kind of a weird uh, thing. But yeah. It's one of the only places that you're going to come together with people that have the same level and passion of the things that you're interested in. Yeah. For, you know, yeah. for what you and I like to do. Because if you go to work, yeah, people love Marvel films. Right. Right. But they don't want to talk about anything beyond that. They don't want to go, they don't want to have that nerd conversation. No, know. no, no. And then oh, it's like, yeah. then you feel kind of weird. You're like, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, he's a comic book guy. And it's like, okay. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. So what? You know? So it's 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 a, it's a love hate with cons. It is. Is I love them and I hate them. I love I hate aspects. I think, but honestly, I think Kenry, the last couple of times you and I have gone to cons, we've 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 approached them wrong, right? We 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 spend too much time on the show floor. And last year when I went to, Comic-Con, I only want to run the show floor one time just yeah. to see what's out there, right? Well, last that's year, it. Last year, the one you went you went one day, right, with me, yeah. And we spent most of our time in in artists. Oh yeah, and it was that it was, was awesome. Fun. It was awesome. Yeah. That's what I liked. It was, but I spent four days at Comic Con with my with my wife and family, and I walked that show floor so many times. You got to be getting burnt out. I can't believe yeah. why you do so all four days. I don't know because I feel like I have my my pass covers four days, so I should go all four days. But really, I should just go the days I want to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, if I were you, if I was a if I was a normal person <laughs> that just loved like the movies and and just want to go to Experience Con, then I'm going to bring my whole family and do it. Yeah. But if I'm you. I would be like, okay, maybe three days at the most, right. and I'm going to do a day with you and I for the podcast, right. then a day with maybe you and Kaylee so that if you are going to spend money, you guys can spend on the stuff that you actually would are both interested in, and then like, and then a day with that you bring the kids. <laughs> Sorry. That's how, that's how I would do it. Casey, <laughs> I, should, I should not have opened this while we're recording. Casey sent a meme. And it says, <laughs> "Dolphins having sex." Famous poets, E. e. Cummings. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Sorry, I shouldn't have opened that while we're talking. It's just hilarious. Anyways, I agree. I agree. And we've we've gone round and round on this on this uh, conversation today. Ta- starting with weird interactions with werewolf dicks to homeless people to comic. This is the very essence of a tot. We did it. We did a tot. We did it. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, are, are you trying to wrap this tot up? We're at an hour, so. Oh, oh, that means I gotta try to convince you to go thirty more minutes. No, thirty more minutes. I think I th- no. I, honestly, I think I, next tot you yeah. gotta come up with the subject. Next time, next tot I will ask. Because I questions. think if we go through all the tots, it's think, mostly you asking questions. Yeah, it's mostly me asking weird because I'm a chatterbox, and I, it, yeah, even though I let you go on this one for all the stories because you had some great ones today. Thank you, thank you. And it's, oh my god, the werewolf thing is too much. <laughs> It's but what, that was to be called Tot Twelve Werewolf Dick or whatever number it is. Yeah, but I'm a chatterbox dude. I'll ask oh, I random questions and you know, and just go right because yeah. I just I I love listening to how people think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next time I'll come, up with, I'll ask you questions. Sure, man. I'll make I'll make a list. Sure, it'll be all boring. Yeah, I'll be like, like oh, duh. what's your favorite color? I like the color green. What kind of shirts do you like to wear? Um, 
I don't know. Do you like boxes or briefs? I'm a boxer. No. All right. Well, I'm out of questions. So uh, open your mind. Read more. <laughs> and see. There you go. There's top 13 right there for you. There you go. Thanks, guys. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, uh, we do have a whole series of what we call what you heard today is, is a tot, which yep. stands for tangent of tangents. And it just means that it's an open forum and we end up talking about a bunch of shit. And you just went through that. So you already got it. Yep. We have a ton of those and you can go back through and you can find all the tots and then we have a bunch of interviews now there's a Amazing lot of stuff on the back catalog that is ridiculous with a lot more coming which is crazy we brought on a public relations manager his name is jeff haas you should check him out on twitter and he's just been blowing us up dude we have more interviews happening every week than we can actually handle and we're releasing three episodes a week right now just to try and keep up yeah so there you guys go so if you are Doing a Kickstarter, if you're a new, if you're a creator, if you have something going on and you and you'd like for us to get the word out, let us know. Just know that you know maybe give us some head, some leeway. Yeah, because I said head. <laughs> that was the wrong button. I meant I meant to push. <laughs> I have buttons on the mixer. I should not have. Yeah, sad clown. Okay, all right. Trying to wrap up here. Sorry. Go ahead, wrap up. Wrap up. <laughs> All right, guys, we're out. Don't forget to open the mic and read more. And go to Patreon. I love you, Jackie. Roll out. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Welcome to the Midnight Drive. Got my Cavassier here. <laughs> and Cavassier, and for those who can't understand those words, or coffee. <laughs> uh, we're rolling, by the way. Oh, we're rolling. Yep. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have the mixer. Yeah. Just turn seven and eight off. <laughs> but it's so much fun. Is it though? We should have better sounds though, because those aren't really our sounds. No, this is generic. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>